This call is being recorded. Morning, good morning. Happy Monday. It's Leticia from Arizona. I'm your greeter this morning. Anybody on the line would like to say good morning? Good morning. It's Deborah Evans. Good morning, Leticia. Oh, morning, Deborah Evans.
morning, good morning. Happy Monday. It's Leticia from Arizona. Greeted this morning. Who just joined along? Good morning. It's Susie. Yes, this is Susie. Good morning. That's my favorite song you're playing in the background. Is it? <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, Steve. Happy Monday. Today my birthday. Thank you. Today. Today's her birthday. All right. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Yvonne. Happy birthday, Yvonne. Happy birthday. Thank the Lord to see another birthday. Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. It's Leticia from Arizona. We didn't greet her this morning. Did anybody else join the line? I'd like to say good morning. Good morning, it's Kathy. Good morning, this is Kathy. Happy Monday to you. Happy Monday to you, too. Good morning. Happy Monday. It's Leticia from Arizona. I'm your greeter this morning. Anybody else join the line and like to say good morning? Good morning, it's Prosperous Pam. Happy Monday. Good morning, Prosperous Pam. Happy Monday to you, too. Thank you for joining us. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Monday. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Monday to you, too. 
morning. Good morning. It's Letitia from Arizona. I'm your greeter this morning. Did anybody else join the line? I'd like to say good morning. Good morning. This is Sister Patricia. Good morning, Sister Patricia. Thank you for joining us. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Good morning. Who might that be? This is Sister Denise. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Denise. Happy Monday to you. Thank you. Happy Monday. Morning, good morning. Happy Monday. It's Leticia from Arizona. We agree with this morning. Did anybody else want to say good morning before I get started with the business at hand? I'm going to go ahead and get started with the business at hand. If I can ask each and every one of you, you can please press your standard mute button and make sure that we don't get any interruptions as the call is being recorded. We'd like to preserve the integrity of it. Thank you very much. Hello again. Welcome to Declare Victory. I'm a teacher from Arizona, and I am your hostess this morning. Declare Victory is a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time. Here to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Be sure to continue to stay joined in. For the month of April, the theme is entitled Expectations. You don't want to miss the messaging, lessons, teachings, and heart shares that will be brought to you from our wonderful and gifted declarers. You will definitely be blessed. There are no announcements today, nor are there any prayer requests. The order of the call today is the prayer and corporate praise we brought by Tiffany, and the declaration we brought by Kathy LaFleur. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. Again, the order of the call today. The prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Tiffany. The declaration will be brought by Kathleen LaFleur. Then we'll go back right into closing comments hosted by Kathleen LaFleur. 
The scripture reading for today is from Hebrews 10, verse 27. But only a fearful expectation of judgment and of raging fire that will consume the enemies of God. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, I want you to take a look and make sure that your phones are pressed until you're instructed to come off. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior of the day. Thank you very much again for tuning in to Declare Victory. Happy Monday. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you. We glorify you. We praise you. And we thank you for this day, Lord Jesus. We thank you, God, that this is the day that you have made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us to awake to another day, Heavenly Father. And, Lord, we are just declaring that this will be a day of victory, God, a day of not worrying, God, a day of overcoming, Heavenly Father. And we're so grateful and thankful that you allowed us to wake up with brand new mercies, Heavenly Father. And, Lord, we're just so overjoyed that we are trusting in you, God, and that we are believing in you, God, that you are in control, God. Lord, we just thank you for the breath in our bodies, God. We thank you, God, that you woke us up, God. We thank you, God, for the sacrifice that you made on the cross for us, God, that you came into this world not to condemn us but to save us, God, and we thank you, God. Lord, we just come, Lord, just lifting your name up on high for all that you are doing for us in this season, Heavenly Father. Lord, we just thank you, Heavenly Father, for giving a strong mind and a strong body and, and a strong breath, God, that we are able to wake up each morning, Heavenly Father, to do your work, Heavenly Father. Lord, I just come lifting up your people to you, Heavenly Father, during this season, Lord God. Lord, I'm just praying, Heavenly Father, that you know what you are doing in this time, God, this time of pause, this time of reset, Heavenly Father. And Lord, I'm just declaring, decreeing, Heavenly Father, that we're going to come out of this we're going to come through this, God, better and stronger and bolder, Heavenly Father, to win souls to you, Heavenly Father. Lord, we just thank you for this day, God. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for all that you're doing, Heavenly Father. Lord, I just come lifting up families to you, God, especially, Lord, the health care workers and the frontline workers and those, Heavenly Father, who have to go out into the streets. They're in the shelter in place, Heavenly Father. Lord, we just ask, Heavenly Father, that you will protect them, God, that you will provide for them, Heavenly Father. Lord, I'm praying for the families on this call, Heavenly Father. Lord, we know you know the needs of every person on this call and every need of every person in this world, Heavenly Father. And we're just coming to you, Heavenly Father, ask that you will provide our needs, God, and not just our wants, Heavenly Father, during this time, God. Lord, we just thank you, Heavenly Father, that you are here for us, Lord Jesus, and that you know what you are doing. There is a reason behind all of what we're going through, God, and even through the tragedy and through the devastation, Heavenly Father, we know that the good will come out of this, Father God. Praying, Lord, that we will come out bolder and stronger, God, to win souls to you, God. Praying that even people who do not know you, God, that during this period that they will come to know you, Heavenly Father, and those who do know you, that this will be an opportunity to draw closer to you, Heavenly Father. Lord, we just thank you. We thank you, God.
God. We are crying out to you, God. We need you, God. We cannot do this by ourselves, Heavenly Father. So we're just asking for your provision and for your protection, Heavenly Father. Just like you protected the Hebrew boys, Heavenly Father, like you protected Daniel in the lion's den, God, we know that you are good. We know that you are a keeping God, and we know that you're going to see us through this, Heavenly Father. Lord, I continue to lift up pastors to you in the name of Jesus, God. For some, God, we have the, we have the luxury of seeing the, the preachers do live stream and whatnot. And God, in some preachers, it, it's new to them, God. So we're just encouraging all of the preachers and the minister, God, as they continue to bring forth the word to the people, Heavenly Father, during this time, God. Lord, we're just thinking you are a sovereign God. You are a loving God. And we are just thanking you that you are continuing to prepare us, God, and to equip us, God, to fight the battle, God, that is before us, Heavenly Father. Lord, we thank you for the victorious attitudes that we are having, Father. And, Lord, I just come lifting up the babies and the children and the graduates, Lord, for, for the graduates, God, who have worked so hard to come to this moment of graduation, Heavenly Father. And, Lord, I just pray that you will lift their spirits and speak to their hearts as they are missing out on the senior activities and the things that they work so hard to celebrate for at this time of the year, Heavenly Father. And even though it's not not over, Lord, that it's just temporary, Lord, as you said in your word, that you will restore all things, and we're just in due time that they will have their opportunity, God, to come to celebrate their victories, Lord. And we're just praying for the kids who have to continue to go through their school learnings for the end of this year through the online, God. Lord, we just pray that you will keep them, Lord. And for children, Lord, that where school was their refuge, where their place of escape, Lord, we're just speaking peace into their hearts and to their homes, Heavenly Father. And, Lord, we just continue to bless you and to praise you for all the things that you are doing for us, God. We just thank you, Lord, that during this difficult time, God, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going on. It's all so different. We've never seen anything like this before, God, but we know that there is a reason and a purpose why you have set this world on pause, Heavenly Father. And we are just excited to see what's going to happen on the other side, Heavenly Father. Lord, we just thank you, Lord. I just speak life, Lord, into individuals, God, who are worried and who are scared and who have lost jobs, Heavenly Father. Lord, I just pray in the name of Jesus that you will restore and that you will heal and that you will provide the needs for your people, Heavenly Father. Lord, we just we just, it says in your word, Heavenly Father, that you supply our every need, and we are standing on your promises this morning because you are a good God. Lord, I just continue to pray that you will keep us safe through this time, God. We thank you that we have a shelter to, to go to and to be in, Heavenly Father, that we're not out in the streets, Heavenly Father. So we just bless and magnify and glorify your holy name, Heavenly Father, for keeping us through this during this time, Heavenly Father. Lord, we just thank you. We just praise you and just we just continue to ask to keep us in your perfect peace, Heavenly Father. And Lord, we just surrender our will to you, our way to you, God. 
And we thank you, God. We love you, God. And we just continue to lift up your holy name, Jesus. And as we take our phones off of you, God, we will join in collectively, Lord, praising you and honoring you all the glory and Glory to you, Thank 
beginning at verse number four and going down to verse number 10. And then we'll come back and just go through it um, as God instructs. Amen. And I'm going to be reading um, from the English Standard Version, so the ESV. So it may read a little different than your translation, whatever you have in front of you. Um, and it reads as follows. Now the word of the Lord came to me saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. And I said, ah, Lord God, behold, I do not know how to speak, for I am only a youth. But the Lord said to me, do not say I am only a youth, for to all to whom I send you, you shall go. And whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you to deliver you declares the Lord. Then the Lord put his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have set you this day over nations and over kingdoms to pluck up and to break down, to destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant. Amen. So we're going to talk this morning briefly, do what no one expects, do what nobody expects, do what nobody expects. So in the text, we see an exchange between God and Jeremiah. Jeremiah is recalling the conversation he had with God, quoting what God said to him and what he said in response to God. When we read the text, we see that not only is there conversation going back and forth, but there is confirmation of his expectancy from the creator to his creation. Jeremiah is at a meet and greet of himself, and this is a revelation or a revealing to Jeremiah about who Jeremiah really is. And this is so important because a lot of people don't really know who they truly are. So when God speaks, he's speaking as Father and Creator, the all-knowing and all-powerful God, the great I Am. He's speaking as both Alpha and Omega. So if God is the Alpha, the beginning, and if God is also the Omega, the end, that means that he's everything in between the finished of who you became and the start of who you are. And the reason why I started with the finish, because it's already done. God declares the end from the beginning. So that gives us a clue that what is, is already done. Amen. So notice how God doesn't start off describing Jeremiah's flaws, and, and he doesn't highlight Jeremiah's issues and shortcomings or his struggles. Per the conversation, God 
starts off by describing God, and, and God speaks about his knowledge of who Jeremiah is to God. And God describes his time outside of time with Jeremiah before Jeremiah came into time. And, and he says to him in so many words, in the absence of your existence, I existed, and, and I began a work in you before you were even you. God said, in the absence of your physically, of you physically, there was a presence of you spiritually, and you were never not, nor were you ever wasn't. But before you were, you already was. And now that you are, I want to talk to you about what I sent you here to do. So, yeah, I know that your parents and, and, and your friends maybe have told you some things that you may have been good at and, and some things that you had as great ideas. But God is saying today, I already knew you and I want you to do what nobody expects. Hallelujah. Even though the word of the Lord comes to Jeremiah and God spoke directly to him, Jeremiah does not respond as if he sees himself as God sees him. He responds with an excuse, and the excuse he gave were in areas that he thought would disqualify him for what it was that God had appointed him to do. So Jeremiah spends this time to talk to God, focusing on his inability and what he sees as a disadvantage for the assignment. Newsflash, God doesn't call the equipped, but he equips the call. Amen. Jeremiah describes himself, and, 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 and for some of us, it reminded me of some of the things that we send things to do. We, we find ourselves in, in a place before God, at the altar of God, in the presence of God, and we begin to describe our inabilities, our insufficiencies, our doubts, our frustrations, our shortcomings. Um, but first he says, I don't know how to speak, for I am just a youth. And, and Jeremiah thinks that using his age and not knowing how to speak is an excuse to validate his lack of experience. Well, how do we do what nobody expects? My God. And, and I was asking God this question. I said, how is it that we're supposed to do what nobody expects? God said we have to trust his timing. We have to trust his timing. I want you to write that down. Trust his timing. See, Jeremiah said, I'm too young. And ultimately, what he's saying is that it's not the right time for me. Either you feel like you haven't had enough time, or you may feel like you're running out of time. I don't really know what your situation may be before the Lord, but what God sees as an excuse, God is saying, I need you to do what they, nobody expects you to do. Amen. But I don't know that even Jeremiah gives, Jeremiah, even after he gives, his best cause. God gives him his first assignment. Let me read it to you just in case we missed it. It's in verse number seven. God says, do not say I am a youth. Oh my God, hallelujah. 7a says, do not say I am just a, a youth. So the first thing God teaches him is how to watch his mouth. The first thing God teaches him is what not to say. Before God puts a word of prophecy in his mouth, he has to correct the mouth. He has to tell him what not to say about himself because God already knew what he was going to become. He says, don't say that I'm too young. God is letting him know that the timing has nothing to do with his age or his ability to speak. When God gives us a word, it's an on-time word, regardless of our situation. See, when you're called into the office of a prophet, not only will God tell you what to say, but he'll also teach you what not to say. God is saying, I, I, I need you to do what nobody expects. No one expects 
you to speak against what everyone else is agreeing with. Nobody expects that from you. So how do we do, Lord? How do we do what nobody expects? Verse 7 and 8 says, don't say that I am only a youth for all to whom I send, you shall go. And whatever I command you, you shall speak. And don't, do not be afraid of them, for I am with you to deliver you, declares the Lord. Uh, so the prophet goes to get, oh my God, he's not able to make up his own words. He, he doesn't get to make up what he wants to say because they'll be seated in your emotion, his or her emotions. And, and an emotional prophet is a dangerous prophet. It's a, it's a train wreck waiting to happen. We can't tell people what we want to tell them on behalf of God because that's not how it works. There's a lot of opinions, but what did God say to say? So there's too many people going along already to get along. So you can't say what you feel is best. This is why people aren't getting free. When God sends his word, he's not scanning the crowd to see who's going to like it and who ain't. He doesn't care who will talk to you after you deliver the message and who won't. He expects you to do what nobody expects, my God. God sends his word to get our attention, and, and his word is sent to warn us, and, and he sends his word to correct and direct us. He tells you what to say and who to say it to. He said, you shall go and you shall speak. Oh, my God. See, the appointment that we were assigned, oh, my God, came to us before we were even us. Jesus. And, and, and God is so precise that when he teaches us that you will hear the word of God, you'll know who it's for and why. Mm. If you read the rest of chapter one, you'll see that God is showing Jeremiah some visions and, and he's asking Jeremiah to describe to God what is it that he sees. It's, it's in verses number 11 through 19, I believe. And Jeremiah begins to describe what he begins to see. And, and so this is a hint that Jeremiah is not only able to hear God, but he can see visions of what God shows him. And, oh my son, and it is God's job to let him know what it means. So as you read further down in 11 through 19, you'll see God begin to explain to Jeremiah what exactly the vision means and why he's sending the word to the certain people, the specific people that he's sending it to. So he's having this exchange with Jeremiah about the things that he needs him to do. My God, hallelujah. And so when God begins to give you a word, you can quit posting stuff like, I don't know who this is for, but uh, you can quit posting stuff like I don't need to, I don't know who needs to hear this button. See, because God gives you a word and he gives you a word for a specific people and he gives you a word to tell them why he gives them the word. So God said, you don't have to pretend and hide behind, I don't know who this is for. Go ahead and tell them that it's for them. Go ahead and, that it's, and tell them that God sent you to give a word because God is expecting us in this time, my God, to do what nobody expects. Ah. Jesus. So when you get a chance, finish out that chapter. Uh, uh, how do we do what nobody expects? So when I went down to verse nine and ten, it says, "Then the Lord put out His hand and and touched my mouth, and and the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have." set you this day over nations and over kingdoms to pluck up and to break down, to destroy and to overthrow, to build up and to plant. 
my God. So God enabled Jeremiah to speak. He enables us to speak. The prophet is commanded to say what the Lord puts in his mouth, to say the words are from a divine source, and God's word has power, not our power, but the power of God. And, and we can't take credit for what God says, and, and we can't fix up the word. We can't change it. We can't be selective and play favorites. You can't sugarcoat the word. And he said, I set you this day over nations and kingdoms. The sovereign word of God governs. My God, Jeremiah was to be a prophet, and, and, and not just to the Jews only, but to a neighboring nation and to the whole world. God said, to pluck up and to break down. That, that means to preach against sin. We have to preach against the things that are, are offensive to God. My God, we can't compromise when we preach. We, we can't make up stuff to make people feel comfortable and, and still want to be our friend or cool with us or, or follow us on Facebook. We got to preach the, the, the year of the Lord. We have to preach the unadulterated gospel of Jesus Christ. He said to destroy and to overthrow. We got to preach God's judgment. See, God's judgment and his warning is the same. You have to warn the people that God has given them warning and God has given them a second chance and God has given them the opportunity to turn around. God has given you a chance to repent. You have to preach God's judgment. You have to tear down and you have to overthrow. You have to pluck up and you have to destroy. You, you can't just let things keep going on the way they've been going going on. My God, you have to do what the Lord sent you to do before you were even you. My God, he said, then you can to build up and to plant. See, a lot of times we're trying to rush into the restoration before we get into the uh, destroying and the overthrowing. We're trying to restore people uh, back with the same issues that they have. We're trying to restore people back with the with the same sin that they've been practicing. We, we got to tear that thing down. And what will tear it down is the truth of God's word. Ha, hallelujah. Let me explain to you why this is critical for the time that we live in. You, you must do what they don't expect you to do because people expect you to do one or two things. They either expect you to say nothing at all or they expect you to, to, to say what they say so that they can stay comfortable and remain where they are. Can you please mute your phone? Hallelujah. The nation is in such a great debate. If you, if you look at the news and, and if you look at Facebook and, and if you look at Instagram and if you look at Twitter and, and if you just look all over, the nation is in a great debate. People are so distracted with online arguments. Ah, should we go to church? Should we not go to church? Do we call it Easter or do we call it resurrection? It's so many different little things that they are fighting over, and God is trying to get us in a place so we will just deliver up the word of God, the word of truth. Hallelujah. I don't know whether you want to call it Easter or resurrection, whatever it was yesterday. We all celebrated the fact that he got up with all power in his hand. So declare victory. We have to do with no one expects us to do. And so as I was scrolling, I saw this post on Facebook yesterday and 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 it was a picture of a of a tomb, but the stone was rolled partially back where the light kind of went into uh the the tomb and and you saw bloody garments laying on a stone in the corner and 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 the caption read nobody 
suspected nobody, my God. When the woman ran to the tomb of Jesus, they were not expecting to find nobody in the tomb. When, when, they, when they ran off to tell the disciples and the disciples ran back to see, uh, uh, but the disciples weren't even expecting to find nobody. Uh, God is saying to you today that you are shut in this tomb, and, and I don't really care if you call it social distancing or sheltering in place or the pandemic palace. You are in isolation, and, and when I come and give you a word, I need you to do what nobody else expects you to do. When I roll back the stone and release you from a place of isolation, from a place where people thought you would die in, from a place where nobody expected you to speak up and stand tall and declare the word of the Lord, I need you to come out and tell somebody about a man who gave up his body to save everybody. He said, I need you to say what I put in your mouth, my God, and give it to them straight with no chaser. He said, don't doctor the word up. Don't fix it up and make it pretty for them, because if you keep it pretty, then they'll stay bound. They'll stay trapped. I expect you to say what I say, my God. He said, and don't worry about their faces. Don't be afraid when you have to look at them. Don't be afraid when you have to face them. He said, for lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the earth. Hallelujah. He said, right now we are in a place of shelter, and 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 in this place of shelter, he's developing his his people. In this place of shelter, he's developing the word. In this place of shelter, he's consecrating us for something greater. There's an expectation of something greater that is supposed to come through when you come out. There's an expectation of something greater that's supposed to break loose when when we break out of this. When there's an expectation of a bigger word and a, and a bigger call and a, and a bigger place and, and a bigger nation. My God, God said, I have people and, and nations and, and kingdom assigned to you. Yeah, I know you thought you was going to be the Sunday school teacher all your life, but God said, I assigned some bigger things and you don't have to worry about the assignment because greater is he that lives in us than he that lives in the world. He said, you don't have to worry because I will never leave nor forsake you. So you don't have to be afraid to do my will if you just say yes and, and do what no one expects. The most exciting thing that, that I've ever experienced in my life was when I was pregnant with my, my first child, my daughter. And, and I remember when I was pregnant, I couldn't wait to announce that I was expecting. I, I, I couldn't wait to announce that, that there was something growing on the inside of me. Even though she wasn't born yet, I was excited about the thought of her being in this world. Even though she wasn't born yet, I, I remember seeing a vision of her. It was called an ultrasound. And, and I got to see how she was fed how she was shaped, and, and I got to see her eyes, and, and I got to see her little fingers move, and, and even though she wasn't born yet, oh my God, I went out and bought a baby bed because I expected her to come home, and, and even though she wasn't born yet, I, I remember getting me a diaper bag and, and buying some empty bottles, and, and, and even though she wasn't born, I, I remember going how my sugar, I remember going to just get the things together for the baby shower because we were going to uh, celebrate what was expected. See, there is an expectation that's lying dormant on the inside of every one of us. But God said just because you're dormant, uh, dormant means slowed down for a period of time, doesn't mean we're dead. Hallelujah. So just because we're slowed down, just because God puts pause on the whole wide world, he said, doesn't mean that it's still not growing in you. I don't want you to be discouraged in this place that you're in, in this crisis. 
want you to be worried about the things that are happening on the outside. I want you to focus on what's happening on the inside of you because I expect you to come out doing what you ain't did before. Hallelujah. He said, there are people that don't even expect you to have a word in your mouth. There are people that don't even expect you to have a word in your belly. There's people that don't even expect that you know the God that you know. There's people that don't even expect that you have listened to the Lord and have stayed in the face of God. There's people that don't expect you, but I want you to do what nobody expects. Oh my God. He said, because I expect it. You looking for expectation today. What about what God expects from us? God expects us to be obedient because obedience is better than sacrifice. If you're looking for expectation today, God expects us to be real. He expects us to be transparent. He expects us to tell the truth because they overcame by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. And if you hold back what you're supposed to give to God's people, God said there will be blood on your hands. You, you got to make sure that it doesn't matter what it sounds like to you. I got to give this the way God gave it to me. I got to help somebody. I got to save a nation. I got to build a kingdom. I got work to do. And when I come out of isolation, matter of fact, before I get out of isolation, I'm going to start working the work that God gave me to do. I already see it in the vision. I already see it in the vision. I'm working this thing. It's coming from the inside out. Now I understand why Jeremiah was a weaker prophet because he had to carry things that are heavy. There's some people on this line right now. My God, God has shown you some things and it's been heavy for you to deal with. And you've been troubled in your spirit about should you say something. God said, I expect you to do what nobody expects. Hallelujah. God said, don't even worry about what they're going to say. Don't worry about how many likes you're going to get. Don't worry about if they ask you back. God said, say it anyway, because that's my expectation for my people. My God, my expectation is that you do the will of the Father. Ha, my God, who sent you, ah, my sotoro, before you were even you. Oh my God, God said, I had a, a, a conversation with you before you got here. And, and when you got here, I start talking to you again and showing you little things. See, this is the, the Jeremiah being prepared. He hadn't even prophesied yet. He, he's in preparation. Declare victory. We're in preparation. And God is trying to teach us. And God is trying to train us. And God is trying to touch us. My God, God is trying to show us that it is in his time and not ours. But we have to do what nobody expects us to do. We have to be real. Oh, my God. We can't be scary. We got to be real. We got to say what the Lord says. We can't fix it. Oh, my soul. You may have to lose. You may have to lose some people. I'm not sure. God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. You may have to lose some people who 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 were really close to you because you're gonna have to tell the truth. Oh, my soul. You're gonna have to tell the truth because the truth is the only thing that'll make people free. My God, we can't fix up the word no more. We we can't doctor it up no more. We we can't make it friendly. I'm not sure. We have to give exactly what God has demanded and commanded us to give. And it doesn't matter what it looks like right now. The situation that we're in right now, we are in preparation. Mm. We're in quarantine headquarters. We're in preparation for what God is about to do. He's about to do marvelous works. And God wants to do them through you. And I don't know what you may have used as an excuse leading up to this day, 
But God said the excuse is not good enough because I called you before you called out your excuses. I called you before I put you in your mother's womb. I called you before the foundation. I called you. I already knew you. I already knew you was going to mess up. I already knew you was going to mess up. I already knew you were going to mess up, and I still called you. I called you because I need you to do the work of him that sent you while it's daytime because when night comes, no man can work. God said, don't be afraid. God said, you hear me? Let me just read that part again. He said, Jesus. Verse 9, then the Lord put his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, he could feel the presence of God. He can hear the voice of God. So I don't care who's told you leading up to this day that you can't hear God. The devil is a liar. I decree and declare that we will hear God like never before in this season of of what everyone else is panicked about, my God. We will see and hear God like never before. We will declare the word of the Lord no matter what it's saying and no matter who it's for. If I got to lose some folks, Adios. But I must say what God said to say. Amen. Amen. I'm done. I'm done. Glory to your name. I'm done. Hallelujah, God. If you haven't had a chance to say good morning this morning, we'd love to hear from you this morning. If you didn't get a chance to say it or if you just want to say it again, Good morning, Declare Victory. Good morning, this Good morning. Is Diane. Good morning. It was two people. Diane. Good morning. Good morning, Diane. Good morning. Great message. Praise God. Good morning, it's Kenya. Awesome, awesome, awesome declaration. Good morning, Kenya. God bless you. Good morning, Good morning, Ms. Good morning. Good morning, Pam. God bless you. God bless Good you. Morning, Great Mrs. declaration. Praise Good God. Morning, Praise Mrs. God. Angela, great declaration. Appreciate you, sis. Good morning, Angela. God bless you, woman of God. Good morning, Ms. Krishanda. Good morning, Krishanda. Good morning, Good morning, Mrs. Good morning, good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Juanita. Good morning, Juanita. Awesome declaration. Bless you, Juanita. God bless you. Good morning, Sister Kathy. Oh, my God. Adios. That's good all I'm going to say. <laughs> good morning. This Didi. I'm sorry. <laughs> Good morning. This is Arletha Renee. Great message. Good morning, Arletha Renee. God bless you, woman of God. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Kathy. This is Mona. Great decoration. Um, One that had you truly thinking, you know, made you really, really. Thank you. Praise God. Praise God. Good morning. This is Monica. Great declaration. Good morning, Monica. 
God bless you. Good morning, Mr. Tanya, not Tanya. <laughs> Great declaration. Good morning, Good morning Tanya, not Tanya. <laughs> Good morning. Does anyone have any questions? Oh, good morning. Who is that? Miss Kathy, Miss Kathy, Miss Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> this is Rochelle. Good morning to um, Kathy and family. I'm good. Great declaration. <laughs> Amen. Good morning. Amen. Good morning. This good. is this is Tanya. This is not Tanya. <laughs> oh, good morning, uh, Tanya. Listen, I, how you just gonna how you just gonna light us up like that and then throw the light then throw the mic down? I just that's so disrespectful, Kathy. That is just so 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 disrespectful. But baby, you 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 was on point this morning. God bless you. God bless you. Hey, sister Kathy. Good morning. I'm this Dee. You, I'm with Tanya. You lit it up so much. Um, first, Tiffany then prayed my uh, socks down. My down. I just threw my socks and everything. Through the phone. Through everything. When you said yeah. there are people that don't expect you to have a word in your mouth or something to that extent, mm. whew, my God, this whole message this morning was so on point in the process in preparation in quarantine headquarters. You you just I don't even have no words. Just thank you for that because you just lit it up. I love you to life. Thanks, sis. Love you. God bless you. Good morning, Lady Kathy. It's Moni. Good. Morning. Hi, Moni. How are you, love? Oh, I'm doing good. No, thank you for that message. Wow, the call of Jeremiah. You know, I'm noticing myself during this quarantine that I'm just you know um, saying things that I wouldn't normally say. And I'm just thankful because, you know, um, during this time, God is really doing something in his people. He really is. And it starts with our, with our mouth. It starts with our voices, you know, because our voices can bring so much healing. Um, It can bring calmness. It can bring a lot. Um, Sometimes we don't know it, you know, what our, our voices are bringing to people, especially at this time, because we're all locked down and all we have is our voices. So it's so important yeah. that we answer that call and that we open up our mouth. It's, I mean, he says it right there. I behold, I put my word in your mouth. Yeah. That means we don't have to plan what to say. That means we don't have to, you know, as long as we're in him and we're being guided by him and we have the faith, sometimes all we have to do is open up our mouth and let him speak through it. You know, and- oftentimes that's what he wants. So you know, I just want to thank you for this message this morning because you did minister to me and, and I love your delivery. And I just bless you for for being faithful to the call um, on this call. Thank you, sis. Amen. Bless you, bless you, God bless you. Yeah, Jeremiah's call is is awesome because he he doesn't see um, what God sees, and a lot of times that's where, you know, we kind of focus more towards than what God is saying. Is um, if you just look at just the first, I was stuck on just the first few verses um, studying it, 
all the things that, that God had described about knowing him before he even was and consecrating him and, and, and appointing him, all these amazing things. And the first thing Jeremiah responds with is, you know, I don't even know how to speak. And I mean, that's a, that's a, a genuine answer. It's a genuine answer, and it's so humble because what we want is we want to be humble before the face of God. We don't want to be cocky like, oh, I got this. Yeah, okay, I'm called. I got it. Give me give me the mic. You know, you want to be humble before the Lord, but you also want to, to know that God is not telling you to make up something to say. He said, I put my word in your mouth. I'm going to give you what to say. I'm just looking for your obedience and your yes to what I give you. And then, you know, because we're just vessels, we're just being used by God Almighty. It's a divine source. His word is comes from a divine source. So it gets, you know, if if you're not nervous, I know I'm still nervous to speak. And 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 it, the next time doesn't get any easier than the last time. I'm always jittery and and um, seeking God because I'm like, Lord, if you don't if you don't say nothing, I I can't I can't say nothing. It has to be God. Did anybody have any comments? Hi. Good morning. Good morning. It's Kenya again. I just wanted to say um, one of the things that stood out was you saying that he already knew you was going to do it, and in spite of that, he'll use you anyway. It's been weird, but lately, strangers are walking up to me, and we'll have a conversation, and at the end of the conversation, they'll be like, pray for me. And I'm pretty quiet, so... I'll pray for them, but it, it, like you said, I'll, I'll shy away from it a little bit, but just if they're asking for prayer, I see no way that I can turn them down and not pray for them. Yes. Doing what nobody expects. And that, you know, that first nobody is us. We don't even expect, you know, God to use us in the magnitude or the way that he uses us, but God is so faithful to us and he's faithful to his word. He said it won't go out and return unto him void. Good morning. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. Oh, this message has stirred me up. This is Trina. Um, This is the chapter that God gave to me. He said, Trina, mm-hmm. I formed you in your mother's womb. Oh, my God. Oh, my Lord. And he says that um, he put his word in my mouth. Oh, God, mm-hmm. I need to go out and speak the word of God, what God telling me to say. And you said, um, I think you said one, uh, running out of time. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm running out of time. I got to do yeah. what God had called me to do and not be afraid and to hear his voice. Thank Amen. you for the message. I needed that and it was right on time. Have a blessed day. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Yeah, you're not out of time. You're right on time. You're in the right place at the right time. God's going to do it. It's his job to do it anyway for us. And so we are not forsaken. We are not by ourselves with this. We have Good Kevin. morning. Cassandra again. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Miss. Good morning, Miss Kathy. This is uh, Process Good. Pam. Good morning, family. Um, you confirmed. Um, well, I was thinking the same thing as you when you were saying do what no one expects and that no one is me. Mm, yeah. Amen. Amen. 
I it's agree. Kishanda. I think that. Mm-hmm. It's Krishanda. Your word was so good this morning that I know you said that we're supposed to speak, but I felt like I couldn't say a word, that I just heard the word, and I just needed to just be still and marinate on it. It was so powerful yeah. this morning, and it was truth. It was truth. Amen. Yeah. God bless you. God bless you. Anyone else? Anyone else want to say anything? What you saw in the word, what God spoke to you this morning, what was confirmed, what was revealed, anything at all? You just confirmed to me that when you said the end is the beginning, the beginning is the end, it is, it was, it's going to be. <laughs> that was just <laughs> awesome. Like, it, it, we already know the story. We win. It's awesome. We already it's awesome. Thank Amen. you. You know, hey, I hey, hey. Say, oh, hey, man. hey. Go <laughs> hey, good morning, good morning. Good I was morning. just saying good morning first and foremost. And as always, fire in the hole. <laughs> and man, I appreciate you. Um I also want to uh acknowledge Tiff. It was so good to hear your voice this morning, um, opening us up in prayer. Thank God for yes. you. And Amen. um it was it was a great sound. I hear your heart, it is mending. Yay, that makes my heart very, very happy. Um, Kathy, I enjoyed you. I love how uh, God paints pretty little pictures for you and you bring them right to life here on the line. So I thank God for your obedience in sharing. Um, Thank you for not walking light this morning. Amen. Um, Amen. uh, The phrase of the day, honey, throw your weight around. Bless Jesus. I'm going on mute. I was just about to talk about Dion before her sound came on. You know, I I want to be able to say that um, when you have someone that is willing to tell you the truth, um, it helps you give birth to purpose and and who God planned you to be all along. Um, A lot of times we find ourselves looking for just that um, support of someone that may see what we don't see and are not afraid to tell us. And so um, meeting Dion has been really cultivating in my in my gift and in my call and in my trust to, in God. And before I met her, I had been preaching since 2006. And I learned just in a few weeks that I knew her that I really didn't know much, and I had to um, allow God to erase the things that I was taught by man and and download the things that God wanted me to know about me. You know, I I didn't know who I really was. I just knew who everyone said I was. And now I'm finding me in God, and I'm loving me. I'm loving the me that I'm becoming. And so, you know, we truly have a a voice, a sound, a, a midwife that that labors with everyone in their gifts. And I know that she stays busy. And I'm just appreciative to know a woman of God. Now, women, y'all hear me clear. A woman of God who's not afraid to pour into you. 
Yeah, I'm sure y'all can catch that. Uh, not competitive, not afraid to give you what God told her to give you when it comes to this word. You know, no interruptions, no no sugar, nothing. It's just straightforward. And so I thank God for for Dion for for bringing uh, me to a place where I could find out that you know I needed to I needed to know Jesus all over again. <laughs> I just had to share that, y'all. Let me Being jump in after that. First of all, let me. I totally agree. I high five. I I kid and play you with that one because I promise you, when when you started to talk about Dion, the Lord just painted a picture of the. And I said, "What do you call a midwife?" And immediately the Spirit said, "Doula." So I'm so grateful Mm -hmm. for the time to have doulas in my life. Yeah, where the nine months that. I was preparing just to know who I was or God preparing me to put doulas in my life. Like, yes, Lady Elizabeth, who mm, would not, yes. who would not let me look no other way but unto God. Hallelujah. Yes. And then for Dion to be so radical and not take no for an answer. It's just, mm. if you really realize what a doula does, they, they make the process go through. They help yes. the process. And with my firstborn, I had a doula. I went to the mm. hospital, but she walked me through everything. So the Lord just brought that, <clears throat> excuse me, back to me to show me that he put doulas in my life for a purpose, for a time mm. as this. And I thank you guys, Miss Kathy. You know, I thank you for you for, you know, it's it's just amazing how God's plan is and you don't have if you trust him and if you look to him and you depend on him and if you are obedient and everything is done un- towards unto him the the revelation and who he is being mindful that he called me free and that he allows me to see things and understand right. things is just amazing I cannot cannot give him all the glory 10,000 they ain't even enough for me to tell hmm. him thank you. Thank you, My Lord. Life, I can't turn back, can't look no other way, but I just want to encourage somebody today. Don't When you hear the word, declare victory. Ain't no joke. It's real. Get on the path. Get on the call. I thank God for putting me where he put me. And Dion, I love you, and I thank you. And Lady Liz, you guys are so amazing and have amazing. impacted my life in so much, so many ways. And and it's other people coming. Lisa, Dee Dee, all you guys. I love y'all. I'm not going to keep going, but I love y'all. Amen. Beautiful. Amen. Anyone good morning, else? Kathy. Yeah, good morning, Dee. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I, I caught the tail end of your um, declaration, but it just set me up in the bed. And I thank God for awakening me this morning. What you said that was very relevant to me was in the tomb, in that time, in this shelter time, what is transpiring with me? 
Where am I at? And you talked about that expectation, being in expectancy. You're doing something preparing for the birth of. And just now when you mentioned about coming and getting to know self, last night when I was at work and I was listening to someone talking, that's where I started to talk from to respond to them, not based on what I was hearing them say as they were new babes in Christ preparing for a man. I'm like, I'm getting to know who I am. And I love me today, not who people think I should be or what they think I should say, but who I am. And that hit me hard because for the time of my life I've been on this planet, it was to be and abide as others thought I should. The silence, Mm -hmm. the uh, compromising, and all the things I've done throughout my life. And God has allowed me the time to shelter, to be in tune, to get to learn who I am and love me. And let him bloom and blossom the woman I was created to be in the womb, in this tomb, in this shelter time, to become who he created me to be. Thank you for um, just confirming that I'm in that space of learning more about who I am. Thank you. God bless. Have a great morning. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. Amen. Amen. Anyone else? Amen. Amen. Today's your oh, happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Happy birthday, Yvonne. We love you. Happy birthday, y'all every single word Yvonne said. Yvonne said, said, good morning. This Yvonne. I enjoyed the word this morning and today is my birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, to somebody God. else that may be we absolutely nothing. Right. To somebody <laughs> else that may be absolutely nothing. And you guys may be trying to figure out why we're making such a big deal. Every day her speech gets clearer and clearer. And it may just be that we're familiar with her voice. But it's such a blessing to hear the effort that she puts in into saying good morning and sharing yes. how much she enjoys. It's so special. It really is. It melts my heart every time. Amen. Hey, uh, I think good morning. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Hey, so this is, this is Tanya again. 
So, um, Dion, I got so excited because I literally heard and understood every word that Yvonne said. I was like, yes! Yes, right? um, but here, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing that I heard. What I heard is during this call, I believe that the Lord has began began to speak to different people that have been hide that have been I won't say hiding, but have been in the background because you feel like you don't really have anything to add to the call. And so I heard him clearly say, it's time for you to step out now. It's time for you to get get out of self-quarantine with regards to declare victory and to begin somewhere doing something. And so what do I mean by that? Well, maybe you can't preach like Pastor Kathy this morning, but you can absolutely greet. You can absolutely get on the call and you can absolutely um, um, do the greeting or you can absolutely do the hosting. That's, that doesn't take a lot. All it, all it takes is, is good morning. How are you? Welcome to the call. Is there anybody else that would like to say good morning? And then hosting the call with regards to announcing who the lineup is. That don't take a whole lot of thought because there's a script. So you don't even have to pump yourself out of doing that about not knowing, <laughs> well, Lord, what do I say? All you say is good morning. How you doing? Welcome to the call. And you can get as animated as you would like to. As long as you ain't yelling at people's ears, I'm telling you, that's a word for somebody. And then for those of you who know how to pray, you know you know how to pray, but you maybe you feel a little intimidated by the, those that have been praying for a while. Listen, girl, boy, get over yourself. Uh, if, <laughs> even if you don't really know how to, you feel like you don't know how to pray that well, listen, write that prayer out. <laughs> write it out. Practice reading it. Practice reading it. Write the prayer. I'm going to say it again. Write the prayer out. Pray and ask the Lord, Lord, what, what, what would you have me to say? Uh, it might even be praying a psalm, but you shouldn't sound like you're reading, though, which is why I said write it out and then practice reading it. You know what would really be good? If you stand up in the mirror and practice reading it. Now you've got an audience of two, you and your image. The other thing that you can do, I know that God has given a word for some of y'all. Right, and you're not gonna deliver it like Dion. You're not gonna deliver it like Didi. You you got your own you, cause God created you in your mama's belly. He didn't create all of us. He made you unique, right? So you got a word in your belly, right? You are gonna get in trouble hiding it. You are gonna hiding it on hiding it under a bushel. No, I, listen. It's time to <laughs> let the light shine. I'm. T I yes. know you're on this call and you are resonating, Rochelle. If you if you open your mouth one more time. One more oh, time without having, what, listen, because you know, because I know you know, if you don't call or text Moni or give Noni your telephone number, I'm going to come find you. I'm going I'm to get Lady Liz. And, <laughs> I'm going to ask her where, she live, where you live. I'm going to come find you, and I'm going to look up in your face with my five-foot-two self and ask you what in the heaven backwards is wrong with you. <laughs> listen, yeah, you, other got people, you got cussed at <laughs> I'm not from Richmond. I'm from San Francisco. Y'all don't want to. Y'all don't want to. That's wanna. even worse. That's even worse. Yeah. Yeah. All I'm saying is, even with being comical, there's a style that is unique to you that somebody is waiting to hear but y'all being punked by fear and procrastination. Stop it. Stop. 
you I'm, I'm, listen how liber it will be liberating for you to finally walk into purpose because it's not about the call you guys listen to me all kidding to the left and the right it's really not about the call it is about the training ground that you all have the opportunity that you have right here to prepare you and propel you for the world your world not the entire globe but your world the people that you are assigned to impact and i'm telling you the mirror is a great place to train in your individual home or your family right have family worship with your family and deliver the message then um but i wouldn't overthink it um i absolutely for those of you who heard me and this resonated with you you need to contact moni and based upon what Moni feels, right? Because Moni is the one, Moni and Natasha do the, you know, but based upon, because Moni is a veteran at this. And so you might need a little bit more training before you actually do that particular thing. And then be open to um, constructive criticism so we can help you to grow. That's it. That's all. I'm going on mute. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. I'm, I'm, I'm going to holler at you, Moni. Oh, yeah, I heard you too. I'm, I'm, Mona, you better be glad you said something. You better be glad you said something because I heard your name clearly. I got her name. Shay, you made it. Kathy, look what you just started. Wait, 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 I heard Nakisha. I heard Nakisha's oh, name too. See why? Why? <laughs> wait a minute. Listen, I'm glad you said that. Where is Prosper Right. Sam? I she, know I she heard. must Where not are? be on the call. I'm here. here. You, you, you're oh, talking to me. You're all in my business. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. All in my can business. I, can, I, can I just say this real quick? If Elsie could get on the call, now as, as, as bad as she used to sneak and say absolutely nothing, but no sooner than she started speaking, she jumped on board in line. Come on, y'all. We got stuff to do. Can mm -hmm. I tell y'all something real quick in real life? But as Kathy said this morning, quit being scary. Y'all know that's y'all know I say it another way. Don't don't be no pump. In this season, right up in here, there's somebody that's going to die. Listen, listen to what I'm saying. I'm not talking about a physical death, but a spiritual death because you out of position. Like for real. Mm -hmm. In real life. Mm -hmm. Even with me saying this morning, um, Tiffany, it's so good to hear your sound and to hear you strong and to hear you confident and to hear you free, right? And even though freedom is a journey and, and we get free one level at a time, um, the Bible says that we go from glory to glory to glory. Yeah. Well, if you stand in the first glory, how you get to the second and the 15th one, right? And even even Psalms, 80, yeah, Psalms 84, we go from strength to strength, each one appears before God and Zion. And for some of us, the appearance may be in the sound of um, a Patricia, a sound of a Priscilla, a sound of a, who knows? But at the end of the day, if you never show up, somebody is locked at one level of glory and they're stuck there because you're silent. Good morning, I'm gonna say something. This is Priscilla. <laughs> you didn't call yeah. me out. <laughs> you hear me? Uh huh. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh huh. I've been listening, Sister Kathy. Good morning, and it's incredible Good morning. what you said, and I appreciate it. 
and Dion, Tanya, and everybody, I'm getting in line, afraid, confused, conflicted, whatever, it don't matter. And so I've already put Mona's name down on the list. It's time. And I so appreciate this line. Everything that has been said is incredible. And I'm I'm working on Ven- Venom, Deanna. That's what Nick referred me to. <laughs> you got to know I'm not the best at okay. <laughs> Whatever. I'm, I'm not tripping off of that. I'm, I'm I know you not. I know you not. I'm just letting you know. It's me. It's the operator. It's not you. It's, it's the operator. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, to God be the glory. Um, wow. To God be the glory. I, I even heard when the Holy Spirit kicked in on you, I heard the I heard you change, the elevation in your voice. And and I, I the message was so on time. Um, because I've been getting in trouble with my mouth lately, um, with family and friends and getting hung up on, not just once, but a couple of times and, and the truth just coming out, you know, um, uh, and my, 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 you know, just my love for him and loving him so much and the misrepresentation of some, so people just taking, so, you know, I can do anything in God, I can do anything I want to do and I'm still going to be okay. God loves me. I gives me free will, and it just it just really has been disturbing me lately. Um, and so He's helping me with that because um, um, it's He's helping me to say to to listen to Him to say what needs to be said, so it'll achieve what He and accomplish what He desires it to do. Because it's it should I don't I got to get out of the way on that because yeah. I don't think that sometimes when it comes out it's like a a pistol, and I'm I'm not sure that it, he wants me to say it like that. At least a few times that it, it's come out. Um, but anyway, just thank you, thank you for the word. Uh, what Bless was I going to say about this? Bless this you. Good. Bless all of again. us. Um, <laughs> when I heard you speaking, um, Sister Kathy, I heard your voice change too, and I heard um, a melody. It was like a melody of music as what I was hearing. I was like, oh, her voice is sounding like music when it shifted. Um, mm-hmm. And like um, Sister Priscilla did just spoke, uh, sometimes I also feel like when I speak, it's like a sharpshooter. So I will uh, sometimes hold back because it feels like it's going to come out like I'm shooting, not like a sharpshooter. But to God be the glory. You know, one um, thing hey, that Priscilla, I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Can no, I no, say no, one more ahead. thing, Kathy? So yes, to ma'am. Priscilla and to um, Priscilla and to Krishanda, Priscilla. So here, here's the thing. We, 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 and this is no rebuke at all. I, I hope this encourages you. And to anybody else that finds yourself in that category, it just seems like when you speak, it just it comes out really sharp. So that's part of your gifting. However. So you have to, you're going to learn how to refine your gift and your ears are going to be Mm-hmm. 
Um, so your your ears are going to be refined, but 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 your gift is going to be refined. The only way that it can be refined, though, is for you to use it. It is for you to speak, right? And sometimes you're going to blow it. That's a part of the refinement. Sometimes yes. people are going to be offended. That's unfortunately that's a part of the refinement too, because you've got to learn. There are different sounds that you're going to have to learn. There's body language that you're going to learn, but it's all a part of the refinement period. So you can't allow what you perceive to be someone being offended. Let me use Dion as an example. When we first started, I assumed based on Dion, I'm talking about 20 plus years ago, right? I assumed Dion was not listening. I assumed that it was what I was saying was not taking root. But God's word will never go out void as long as you are saying what the Lord has given you. And what the Lord gives you for somebody is going to be backed up by scripture, which is why his word cannot go out void, right? So, so regardless of the delivery, what is, what is important for you and what I had to learn is it's not your job to make a decision how quickly she's supposed to get it. Leave her alone and continue to right. do what I told you to do now, right? So when we, so then I hear, on this call, I was listening. I just, it just, I was like, well, why did it tell me that? I, you know, I wanted to give up. Anyway, that was part of my process of slowing down. You can't have things like this, Tanya. So going back to Krishanda, uh, to Priscilla, and anybody else that hasn't spoken, but you find your place in that, in that thing. So even if, when you start praying, even when you start greeting, even when you start declaring here on the call, it's going to be off for a minute until you find your footing. That's all. I want to say this, don't be afraid of the beginning. Don't be, don't be afraid because you think this, that, or the other. And you could be right. It's too much. So you got to learn how to back it up, and you got to learn how to do things in balance. But you'll only learn by doing. Thank you, Kathy. Amen. Beautiful. Yes, Good morning. I agree. Good morning. This is Ms. D. I just wanted to respond to what Tanya was just speaking of. You know, I, what, I, what I'm learning about myself and what God is showing me about who I am is that when I depend on myself and I listen to myself, that's when my biggest fears stay in front of me. Because mm. I think, I think as I'm listening to myself that I am not presenting, that I'm not smarter, that I don't know. But when I step back out of the way and allow Christ in this period, in any period, to be in front I just follow. I just open my mouth and allow Christ to speak. I'm not trying to evaluate how people perceive it or, or what they hear because Christ is doing that. I'm the planter and dropping the mm. seeds. God is going to do the rest. I just want to encourage whoever's on the line today and you're struggling in that space, be okay in the struggle because in order yeah. to come out of the tomb, you're going to have to fight. When we were birthed into this world, we had to fight and push through to get here. We were, we were made for this moment. And God created us in his image 
to be able to be that bold one who going to shoot rapid fire because without the rapid fire, yes. somebody's ain't going to get hit. So you know, it's not about our personalities or how we think we're coming across. It's what God wants us to say because some people need to be shaken to the core. This earth needs to be shaken up. So that's why he delivered us from the places he bought us from and our personalities. He had 12 disciples plus a thousand more followers and they were all different. But they came with one message. God is Lord, and he is a deliverer. He is a keeper. He is our salvation. Open your mouth and let the Lord do his work. Let the Lord lead you. Step back out of the way. And while we're in this period, learning how to isolate and be by ourselves, don't be alone. Open the gift, the word that is going to saturate us to be able to just speak it at any season, in and out of season. It's going to be good. Yeah, it's about what we think or what we feel. It's how God presents it. And if he give you a boldness to speak like that, because some got to be broken. There's some hardened stuff going on out here. Everything ain't going to be soft and gentle. Amen. 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 Y'all sister slamming that hammer this morning. Hey, hallelujah. (laughs) Thank you, Sister Kathy. You know, I was listening in the morning. um, My God, you slammed that hammer this morning. So many things, so many points. You hit on uh, the birth of your daughter. You went out and you you began to purchase things because you expected her to be here. And, yeah. uh, you know, you, you, you stated that sometimes we be trying to uh, build, restore people before we get all that, that hook out of them, you know what I'm saying, before we uh, root out uh, and, and pull down and destroy that hook that's in them. You know, we got to, before we try and build them back up and plant in them, we got to tell them the truth. If it's some, yes. if it's some sin down up in there, you, it's time to repent. And yes. uh, you, you talked about uh, that that stuff that's that's down within us that's dormant, but it ain't dead. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. It's alive. So uh, could could you uh, break that down for us a little bit deeper? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, Amen. Yeah. Amen. So when and I'm glad you're on the call because uh, I know just in my in my meditation time with God this morning, he was showing me restoration. I'm going to just start there. Um, how my husband, he always watched these shows about cars being restored. The, the people will go out, the mechanics will go out, and they'll find this old raggedy car, junk, rust-filled holes, um, beat up and, and just damaged. But they will restore them to a place of, of value that they are more valuable than they were when they were originally built. And so uh, there's a lot of things. So for the women that were saying about, you know, sometimes I come off a little harsh or the way I shoot is kind of direct, you know, maybe that's the arrow that God gave you. You know, we're not going to sound the same. We're not going to have the same audience. Just like Jeremiah was assigned to a certain kingdom, a certain nation, so are we, like uh, Dion mentioned, that there are some people that will die spiritually if you don't stand up and move. Um, you can't leave them where they are. And so some of the things that are dormant in people, though they, they may not have resurfaced, they're still laying there on pause. And so it's not time to allow the people to keep suppressing uh, sin or, you know, just because they haven't 
practiced it in a while don't mean that it's fully, you know, dead. And until you open your mouth, until you say something. So the people that I'm assigned to, I have to do the will of the Lord. And I just want to be transparent with you guys. Never think, not for me, I'm always nervous. I'm always contemplating like, Lord, why did I say yes? Oh my God, I can't believe the day is so soon. I, I wish I had another week. I wish I had more time. It always goes through my head because I know that it takes a real God to speak through me. Otherwise, I can't, I can't do anything. If God don't show up, I won't show up. If God don't give me anything, I'm not saying anything because I'm not doing this for a performance. And so you have to know that God, he doesn't call you equipped, but he equips you to be his, his vessel, his workman, for you know his mouthpiece for this for this word and so he will train you there was times where i the bible to me was foreign it was like speaking a different language that i didn't understand and i remember sitting in front of my bible and i would cry because i'm like i don't get it and and the way god showed me the words they began to the young lady was saying your voice changed it sounded like music the the letters in the in the word of god began to dance around like where I can see them in a vision and they were they were like music notes just in a flow the way that God showed me them and from that point on I knew he would show up for me I knew that he would teach me if no one else taught me I knew that he would show me what his word meant said and what I had to say and there was times that I used to sit there crying like Jeremiah crying saying Lord do I have to say this do I have to say this do I have to say this because I knew it was harsh I knew it was going to cut I knew it was going to be you know damaging but God said it's necessary because in order for something to be torn down in order for something to be restored it first has to be torn down you can't rebuild something that's not tore apart if you've ever re reconstructed your house if you've ever, re, you know, rebuilt a car, it has to go all the way down to the bare frame of things, the structure of it, the skeleton of it, before you can build upon it, because it has to set on a firm foundation. So it's, you know, we're in a season where it's not time to make friends, it's time to make disciples, and we can't play with this. We don't have time to play. If you played all year and played all week, and the young lady that was calling y'all out on the phone, was it Tanya or Tanya, calling y'all out on the phone, this is... It's not her, it's God through her saying, look, this is the time to move. We're all saying the same thing. This is the time to move. So you have to say, and you, you don't have to be afraid. God is going to give you what to say. He's just looking for your yes. And once you say yes, he's got the rest. But it, 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 it really is time to move. So for those of you that know that God was speaking to you, you know, and, and is it Brother E, that, uh, the gentleman? That whole Brother restoration. Brother Jeff. Brother Jeff, I'm sorry. That whole restoration being restored, we first have to be torn. All this stuff that's dormant, all this stuff that, that hides. I had a vision. Oh, my God. Thank you, God. I had a vision. I had a vision a couple Oh, Jesus, months ago, about about a month ago when this COVID first hit. And I saw in the vision, I didn't even say this to anyone except my husband. He's the only one that knows this. I had a vision and it was something in a shell and the shell cracked open. And this thing, this object, I still don't know what it was. It disturbed me to the point so bad that it, it scurried up into a hiding place, right? It scurried up into this hiding place. And I'm looking at this thing, trying to figure out what it was. And it looked like a rock. 
for a minute. It looked like a rock hidden in the in the crevice of something. And it looked like I was standing inside of a body, inside of some body, in a body, and I'm looking upward, and I can see this thing in the corner. And as I'm trying to focus my eyes on what I see, I see that it has eyes looking at me. And God began to reveal to me that there are things hidden in people in these dark little places that we are not calling out, and they are waiting for the opportunity. These things are dormant, but not dead. They're not moving. They're not, you know, getting anywhere. They are right there, but they're not dead. And this is not the time for us to hold our peace. This is not the time for us to, to be afraid. This is the time for us to speak out because we don't know who's out there, who's out there that has these things hidden in them and they want to be free and don't know how to get free. But we too scared to go help. The devil is alive. The devil is alive. Hallelujah. We, Hallelujah. we have to start now. Thank you. Amen. You know, one other thing I wrote down when you said to us to write down, trust God's timing. Yes. And I was, I was, I was waiting. I wrote it down and um, I was like, okay, what else, what else, God, what else? Because sometimes, you know, he'll give me more to write down, but I, that's all I was able to because you told us to write it down. So I wrote it down. Trust God's timing. Trust God's timing. Trust God's teaching. And trust God's touch. When God shows, because he doesn't allow you to do this alone. His expectation is not that you do it by yourself. His expectation is that you yield so that he can do it through you. We're instruments. We're vessels. And so we have to trust his teaching, how he will teach. Uh, the, the, the lady said earlier, the way you speak it won't be like I speak it. The way I speak it won't be like Dion speaks it. The way Dion speaks it won't be like Liz. We all have our certain way that God gives us this signature, this, this, this thing that only belongs to you, that God wants to use. And then you have to trust, trust his touch. God's spirit will move it's god's word it's his power you have to trust his timing so it's not too late for those of you i'm 53 and so it's not too late for those of us who feel like we waited you know until we got a little bit older to come to jesus and it's not too soon for those of you who are you know 19 20 21 it's not too soon for you it's not too early god is an on-time god and everyone's on this call for a reason today Amen. Thank you. God bless you. Hey, Sister Kathy. This is hey. Gloria. Hey, hey, family. So God bless you. I thank you for uh, allowing God to, God to use you with the declaration. It, um, it blessed me. I have, um, I thank God for being able to just open my mouth and to speak for him because I was at, I had been at a point, I, the Lord called me in the ministry. I have been preaching since 89. And before I got on this call, I'd gone into a dark, deep place. I'm going to call mm. it deep in a dark place. Of, I'm not speaking no more. I don't want and, to. And I thank God for being able to open my mouth now. I remember yeah. I was thinking about, in, in, even in doing the shut-in, God has been blessing me to be able to just open my mouth and to encourage people and to pray for people. And, and even in uh, things that, that I had wanted to do, 
or in my spirit to do teachings and stuff like that to get get started doing them. So I appreciate him for that. I, I one of the things I thought about was I remember years back praying and interceding and actually feeling like a swordsman cutting stuff down. And thanks be to God, I know that's who I am. <clears throat> Glory God. And Glory I God. thank him for that. I thank him not, not, not only a swordsman, but I'm an archer. And the specific, yeah. and, and through this call and connecting with, 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 with um, Dion and this body of believers, God has allowed me to learn how to use the tools that he's given me, given us, to use them accurately and to, to shoot out and to destroy many of the works of the enemy. And then, of course, because I'm doing what God told me to do, the enemy will come and try to make you think, oh, it's not this, it's not that, or, or you know, you you hurting people. No, I'm about my father's business, and I can't worry about how they feel or what they think. I've got to do what he told me to do and trust him for him to take care of it. So I thank God for you, and I thank God for everybody. I love y'all. I'm going back on mute. Let, let me say this thing real quick, because as you were speaking, I could hear the Lord just for clarity. So when when we say shoot and aim and, and, and the target, take the face off the people, because we're dealing with spirits here, right? So it, it, it's easy to get connected and not say what God says if you attach that face to that situation. But if you're dealing with that spirit, then you understand how you have to fire because that person is in that body, but that person can't get out until you kill that other thing that's in there. And so when you take the faces off the people, then, then you, you understand the war is not in this, it's not the flesh and blood. The war right. is in the realm. And so what we're aiming at are those demonic presences, those those spirits that either, you know, possess or, or uh, suppress the people. And those people need to get out. God said, I wish that none would perish. And so when you're aiming and shooting, you're not shooting the person. You can see that person's face, but you're not shooting the person. You're dealing with that spirit, that spirit that has that person bound in sin. So when you take off the face off the people and you start dealing with warring in the spirit, when you understand that there is a realm that we fight in as soldiers for God, when you understand that when this trumpet begins to blow, that I'm not talking, I'm not talking to you personally, I'm talking to that spirit in you, and I'm not afraid to confront that spirit and to bind that spirit and to rebuke that spirit. I'm not afraid. You have to understand that this is a spiritual fight. So if we just look at it in the natural, we'll get lost in our feelings. But when you see it in the spirit, we don't war against flesh and blood. We war against principalities and rulers. That's where we're warring at in the spirit realm. And so you gotta go, you you gotta go into an area where you can't see, you know, the people's faces. You gotta go where you understand these spirits that you're dealing with. Because they're not gonna be your friend. They not. They not they they'll they're not gonna be your friend. Oh, yes, ma'am. Yeah, I, I agree. And I, and the thing about it is, in 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 the specific warring, I'm warring in the spirit, but the the people that that are, they're connected to, because many of them are close, their reception is different or negative. So, but that's okay. I still got to do what God told me to do. Yes, shoot anyway. That'd be all right. Thank you for <laughs> Okay, can you hear? Well, it is. Yes, yes, yes. 
Okay, it's Sister Didi. My God, my God. I want to just say thank you because um, whew, that that this whole thing, not having the right sound, for me, it's my personality. I know I'm over the top. I've been that way. I'm 52. The youngest of eight. And um, I've always been just over. And, and so for a while, um, Kiva would say, I just had somebody say not that long ago, I didn't even know she was saying, okay, but I didn't get offended by it. Because I know how God created me. I'm not, I wasn't designed to hit everybody, right? I've never been the front row missionary. That's never going to be me. That's not me. But what I'm glad about is that God has given me a godness that I'm not concerned about, um, you know, trying to impress man because I can't. I just got to do what he told me to do. And so yes. my audience is my audience. And so it may not look like, you know, a certain faith or whatever, but when you, you really spoke to my heart this morning, I'm grateful for that because I know that I've blessed some people. I know because of my three children. I know because of the people whose lives I've impacted through my tragedy, through my pain, through my grief, through all of it. So I no longer um, have a desire to even please, please other people. Does that make any sense? Amen. Amen. When, when you get a chance to declare victory, and I know you probably read it a thousand times because I know I have, just go back and read Jeremiah. God calls Jeremiah to him first. He calls him to him, and he talks to him directly. It's God and Jeremiah. And Jeremiah is re- recalling the conversation that, that he had with God. And then as you get into verses 11 through 19, just in chapter 1, you'll see how God begins to equip and train and show him. So God is not, you know, calling you to just go jump out there and, and you got it, you know, you'll do it. No, God is calling you to him so that he can talk to you. He can tell you who you are. He can show you what you have. He can show you that what you're assigned to and then teach you how to do this. And then you have the Claire Victory, you have Dion, you have Elizabeth, you have the rest of Tanya, Tanya, Didi, and everybody else, Krishanda, Kathy, you have all of us, Moni, Moni, all of us as a family, as a body, Jeff, Brother E, everybody collectively that is there for you to cheer you on, to pray with you, to do whatever it is that God has positioned us to do for this cause, for this season for us as a people together, iron sharpens iron. So go back and read it again. And then I pray that Moni's phone be blowing up off the hook to where she say, what in the world is going on? What just happened? There's a shift. There is a shift. There is a shift. I just decree that. And and we're going to pray out, but there's a shift. And so Moni, get ready to write some names down, some new names, because God is doing something new. We we coming out of this. We are not troubled by, by corona and nothing else. We coming out of this stronger and prepared. Hey, right before we pray out, Kath, I, I just want to say this really quick. Um, <clears throat> the majority of, of us on this call, whether or not you know it or whether or not you've actually walked into um, the reality of what it looks like to be a sharpshooter or a master archer. Um, mm. <laughs> while while God draws us to himself, he puts us around people who are very similar to us. And then he puts us around people who will help refine our gifts. 
Now, while yeah. I am absolutely a sharpshooter, um, I am not a tongue biter. I have been through major training um, with how I deliver a message, right? I have offended people with zero intent. It takes Ravonda to tell you how sometimes I'll make somebody absolutely furious, and I completely miss that they're furious, completely, like for real, no exaggeration. Um, I also want to explain with relationship comes a different access. People will not, um, in many cases, receive what it is that you have to say until they know that you love them. Right? Right. And so with with delivering your information, That's good. God will give us stuff to say, but the key in saying it is the timing of the Lord. Right? Come on. It's not necessarily about what it is that you have to say. And see, one of the things that I used to do before is I knew God gave me it to say, but I'd be in a hurry to get it off my chest, right? I'd be in a hurry to, to deliver it. <clears throat> but we have to know when God gives our heart a burden, because that's all a hard message is. It's a burden. It's a burden on the heart. Sometimes he gives it to us first to process for our own lives, right? Sometimes he gives us a hard word for someone else that has something in it for us, and we have to learn how to dissect that piece and do what I call now drag your feet, mm. right? Sometimes you got to drag your feet and slow roll into the truth. Now, if it's somebody you built like huge relationship with check this out man what you doing what, what's that about don't do that again that's different but when somebody does not know your heart or your motive and you say hey man check this out what you doing like that's a prime space and opportunity for offense to take place it's not our responsibility or our goal to create extreme offense it is so that people will be free so you have to make sure that, number one, you spend time in prayer about how to deliver. There have been things that have happened on this line. People have completely disrespected me, right, um, said things that they probably shouldn't. Now, Dion is not that nice. However, the spirit that I'm led by, because it's the power of God living on the inside of me, would say, you, that's a principality that you're dealing with. That's not a person. It's not personal, hmm. right? Where I could be harsh and cut and, and be accurate in saying it, but it, it wasn't necessary, <laughs> right? So we have to learn how to temper even our arrows, right? So even when an arrow is put together, especially if it has a metal tip, before it's ever launched, it is burned in fire. It is hammered into place. And then mm. it is mounted on the base of the arrow in an effort to launch. Don't launch without being burned by fire. Don't launch without being hammered into appropriate shape to hit the mark. And don't move until it's been mounted on its base, right? In all things, balance. And it's hammered so that the weight of the arrow will be evenly distributed. You understand? Does that mm. make sense? 
Thank you, Holy Ghost. Yeah. That's a great analogy. And so Beautiful. as as we are learning how to be master archers, being an archer takes a different level of training. Your eye has to be precision. Um, as we hear people say, I heard X, Y, Z, your ear has to be trained. Even in the forest, there are specific noises that let someone know that uh, a prey or a or an enemy is approaching. There are different sounds, a different crunch of a leaf, a different blow of the wind. You have to be quiet enough to hear, right, and patient enough to wait. Because mm. the goal is not to kill them. An arrow launched too soon could pierce to fatality. But an arrow launched in precision will pierce and slow something down long enough for you to get to it. So just make sure that when you are launching your arrows, when you are positioning that arrow, when you are uh, uh, poising that bow, that you are completely aware and abreast of what the Spirit of God is actually saying and not your emotions because you want to be done with it or not your emotions because you didn't want to get them together anyway. Not your emotions because they hurt your feelings a long time ago and you got some, some artillery in your mouth that can either pierce or kill. Be very, very careful. I had to learn that and am still learning. How about that? That's fine. Beautiful. Beautiful. Sis, do you mind praying us out? Yeah. Oh my. Uh oh, was somebody saying something? Yeah, yeah. Since hey, we in the good morning, it's Brother Eric. Uh, since we in the business of calling out, I just want to call out all these uh sheltered in place married folks to remind <laughs> you the best kept secret on Declare Victory is happening tonight at six thirty to seven thirty. Now I know there's a lot of married folks on here, maybe not a majority, but marriage matters. Okay, you ain't got nothing else to do. Come on and 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 grace us with your presence. It is a great call, and you're missing something out. So please, I'm inviting everybody, six thirty to seven thirty. Are you married, folks? And not just married folks, but folks may be engaged, or if you just want to learn a little bit more about relationships, because that's what marriage is. Come on to the call. Marriage matters tonight, every Monday, six thirty to seven thirty. We'll be waiting for you. God bless. <laughs> Amen, Brother Deacon. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so, God, we thank you and we bless you now for being the author and the finisher of our faith. We thank you, Lord God, that you are our strong power, that you are our stronghold, that you are our fortress. God, that you are our shield and our buckler. We thank you for a greater understanding and a deeper revelation of how you desire to use us as minstrels. God, even for those that are not uh, singers or psalmists, God, that, that we all have a sound. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for refining that sound, for defining that sound, for deconstructing our previous sounds of brokenness and bitterness and rebuilding us and restructuring us and recalibrating us to do great and mighty ministry in this season and in this hour, that your name would be made great in the earth. 
We thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are uh, recalibrating us and resetting us and restructuring even our thought process and our identity as we move forward in the things of the kingdom. We thank you for uh, the reality that you are um, the source of our strength and the strength of our lives. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that even in the moments where we're hiding, you are still high and lifted up. Even in the moments, God, where we're fearful or fretful, you're high and lifted up. Even in the moments, God, where we're lost and confused, you're high and lifted up. And we bless your name this morning. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that you'll give us the courage of Joshua. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that even as Gideon have direct specific instruction that you'll begin to instruct us and uh, show us every single opportunity God, even those that we miss, that you'll give us a mulligan in this season, that you'll give us an additional opportunity to speak life into someone that's broken, that's dying. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that uh, the entrance of your word gives light, God, and we thank you that no darkness can hide from it. God, even on the inside of us, begin to illuminate us. Begin to even try us by fire and prepare us, Lord God, to be launched into the deep things of you. The word declares that the deep cry unto deep. And so, God, we ask that you would begin to reveal the deep things of the knowledge of Christ to our hearts. God, unscale our eyes, unplug our ears, begin to change how we identify who you are on the inside of us. I declare that identity shall be your portion in this season, that no longer will you mill around like the children of Israel losing time, losing pace, and losing leverage as you attempt to identify the things of Christ in you, but that the word would be your portion in this season. I declare a diluge of supernatural dunamis power down on the inside of us that you would begin to release power in such a way, God, that when we walk into a room, the atmosphere begins to change and you be glorified in and through our lives. God, I pray for every marriage on this call. I pray for every person grieving and hurting on this call. I pray for every person, God, that is struggling in identity and reality, and I declare that no more it cease and desist today. God, I even pray for a hunger and thirst for righteousness like never before. You said, he who seeks after you shall find you. And so I thank you, Lord Jesus, that we're no longer playing hide and seek with the truth of your word, but that we're walking in it in authority and in courage and in sonship, and that we, in identity, can declare the works of he who sent us so that you would be glorified, that you would draw all men unto you. We thank you for this hour of consecration. We thank you for this hour of separation. We thank you for this time and this season and this dispensation, which we've been called to, Lord God, that we can speak truth to power. And so now, God, as we go our separate ways, I pray for Miss Kathy this morning. I pray for Tiffany, God, and I pray even for Letitia this morning that you would begin to move supernaturally in each and every one of their lives, just for their availability, uh, for every single teacher, for every reader, for every scripture reader, God, for every person uh, behind the scenes, for Moni and for Natasha and for uh, Kenya, Lord God, for Renee, for all of those that participate in making sure that this call not only functions, but it breathes by your spirit. We thank you. 
And we ask that you would continue to keep us in your love. Bind us up with your love. It's in the master's name of Jesus we pray. Amen. And God, I bless you. Amen. 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 Amen.